It's Dave and Jake. Thanks for listening today and every week. You know, today we're going to do sort of a year in review of 2022. Not politics or world events, things you see on the news, just stuff we did as geezers. Uh, We're going to start out here because for a couple of years now, I've kept a daily gratitude journal, just a little book I write in every day of things I'm grateful for. It's kind of helpful for me as I'm kind of a glass half-empty kind of guy. (laughs) So it forces me to think of things throughout the day that I'm grateful for. Some days it's just what I had to eat. (laughs) Then I look look back and I'm like, well, I know what I had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, I'm I'm a pretty good cook, so I make three nice meals every day. But I write down all kinds of stuff, like if I saw friends, exercised, practiced some music, went fishing, whatever. And a journal came in handy for this exercise as I just had to look through it, and there it was on a daily basis. Jake, how were you able to remember stuff that happened in 2022? Well, I really don't write much down uh, in a journal like you. That's actually a good idea, but I just pulled down the old calendar and looked that's hanging on the bulletin board, and that always puts down what we've done, so I just use that as a reference. Okay. Well, for me, you know, 2022 started off pretty normal. Then on January 12th, I retired. That was kind of a crazy scenario. I wasn't really planning on retiring yet. Hell, I was going to work another six or seven years, at least in my mind anyway. But, you know, life is kind of funny that way. It tells you what you're going to do more than uh, you decide yourself. You know, John Lennon had a saying that said, life is what happens while you're busy making plans to do other things. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So on the 12th, I was told at work that after 35 years in sales, I was going to have to start filling out all kinds of new paperwork, call reports, weekly plans ahead of time. And I've never had to do that in 35 years. So I said, fuck it. At (laughs) at 10.30 on a Tuesday morning, I was working. At 10.35, I was driving out the driveway. (laughs) So I gave the one-minute notice instead of two weeks. I spent the rest of that month filling out paperwork for Social Security, pension, investment income, all new stuff for me. And honestly, I thought it was pretty scary and daunting to have to do that on a pinch like that. Now, it all worked out, so towards the end of that month, I started spending some time with friends, going out to lunch, stuff like that I was never able to do while working. And towards the end of the month, I even managed to work in a Door County run, which for those of you folks who aren't from Wisconsin, Door County is a beautiful vacation area, a peninsula that sticks off uh, between Green Bay and Lake Michigan. And up there I visited some wineries, and uh, of course I felt much better. Oh, that that helps a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, I officially retired in January also, uh, but I'd been planning to for several months, so kind of that, you know, drumbeat of counting the last day down and finishing the last day. But 
for me in January, I got a call about the 10th of the month and it was from my old boss. And he said, hey, could you come back to work for a couple of weeks? We got a year end project that's not working out too well and we could use your help. So I thought, well, I thought I retired, but I'll go back for a <laughs> little bit. Uh, funny thing was, is that I had to hire up through the temp agency to get my hours <laughs> logged in. And that's the same lady I'd been working with for 30 years. And now instead of her working for me, I was working for her. <laughs> we also did a little babysitting with the grandkids for about a week when my daughter and son-in-law went down to Florida in January. So in February, I started some guitar lessons. Uh, my wife had bought me these for Christmas. And that was okay. It gave me something to do and work on. Uh, not a long-term thing, though. It gets a little expensive if you're going to take music lessons on a weekly basis. And my teacher was super young, like 22 years old. And I didn't feel it was helping me much. I, I kind of wondered what he thought about the crazy old bastard <laughs> that came in every week and wanted to play his own original songs instead <laughs> of learning something that he wanted me to work on. I did write one cool original song in February uh, for Valentine's Day for my wife, and that was called You're My Wine. That turned out well. We played it in our geezer concert sets sometimes. Right. One day in February last year, I ended up in the emergency room with chest pains. I remember that. They never did figure out what that was, but I did get a nice expensive bill out of it. Yeah. So I think I'll wait a little bit longer before going in next time. I think I was just worried about the whole retirement thing. I, I don't really know. But we did w do one cool little run up north to a couple small towns, and I went to a great barbecue place up there where I gorged on smoked meat and saw a cool acoustic duo in a big heated tent. Oh, nice. February was pretty chill for me. Um, played guitar on a regular basis and pretty much started to get into the retirement mode, whatever that means. Uh, there seemed to be... Plenty of stuff for me to keep busy, but for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Maybe I need to start writing this stuff down. <laughs> I think that try a gratitude journal. It's actually kind of nice. It takes a little while to get used to it. You have to kind of keep it out like on the kitchen counter or whatever. You see it constantly. Right. And write stuff down as it happens. Because what I've found is if I miss a day, I can't remember. I, I'll ask my wife, what the hell do we do on Thursday? No, she doesn't know either. <laughs> I'm like, why do we do anything? We yeah. can't remember whatever we did anyhow. <laughs> In March, I met briefly with my old boss, and he asked if I wanted to come back to work part-time, which made me feel a little bit better. I still haven't taken him up on that, but I do think about it because it can get pretty boring in the winter months here in the Northwoods. But March is when the ice finally starts melting on the rivers around here, so finally that means a return to fishing for me, and that really helps my week and gives me something fun to do. And then uh, in March, I also started a monthly retired guy's lunch. So six of us go to lunch once a month, and the, the rules are that each guy gets to pick when it's his turn. So every six months, you, you get to pick. And it must be a funky little independent dive, so don't go into Applebee's or something like that. Right. And really, the parameters are it's the kind of place your wife might say is too sketchy to go into if you suggested it. But what's fun is we've actually found some great places doing this, uh, and usually a little bit more inexpensive. And I suggest it as a fun monthly event for geezers to learn new places around your own town. There's probably restaurants and places, little bars you've driven past for decades maybe you heard about or always wondered what was in there. Well, this is the opportunity. Yeah, I think we've done it about six months now, and I don't think I've ever been to any one that we actually went to. And they've all been good, yeah. so it's been kind of neat. Uh, in March, we did a live house concert event at my place, the Geezers did, 
We had a few couples over for food. We did some champagne bongs. Mm-hmm. More about those in our drinking episode. So if you haven't listened to Drinking for Geezers yet, check that out and you'll learn more about champagne bongs. And we did a live geezer show and, and that was fun. And that I think was also the month we signed up for our podcasting class. Right. And you can learn more about our experience going back to school on a podcast we recently recorded but haven't posted yet. And that'll come out uh, sometime late January or February. It's a hilarious episode, so make sure you listen for the Geezers Go Back to School episode. Yeah, for sure. Well, the first week in March, Pam and I went to Palm Springs. Uh, Weather was warm and awesome. We went to an Airbnb, and our host named Keith and Randy uh, told us about some great restaurants, some bars, some sights to see in the area. So we took them up on that, and it worked out really well. We went on a Jeep ride in the desert. Hiked a bunch of trails, went to Joshua Tree National Park, great dinners every night. Shortly after we got back from Palm Springs, we celebrated our 21st wedding anniversary. And also, as Dave mentioned, we had the geezer jam in his basement with some close friends. That was a lot of fun. Um, I also joined the lunch group with the other guys. That's a great thing to do and highly recommended if you are retired. At the end of the month, we went to Milwaukee's Paps Theater and saw the Avid Brothers in concert, and that was a Great concert and a great venue. You know, I've I've never been to the Pabst Theater. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. How big is that? Like twenty five hundred? No, something? not even that. No? It's probably a thousand, fifteen hundred at the most. But it's historic, old, right? Historic. Yeah, it's a historic old, old, old venue. It's great what a lot of cities have done to their old theaters. Mm-hmm. So uh, in April, I did something I never thought I'd get a chance to do. I have a friend named Brent who I've known since kindergarten. We've always been music buddies, and in kindergarten, we both brought our Beatle boots to show and tell. (laughs) So we're in on music at a very early age. But I never thought of asking him to play music, as he's a much better player. He's been playing for decades and has experience playing live in many bands and stuff. But my wife one day said, why don't you just ask him? So I sent him a text. I couldn't believe he said yes. Couldn't believe it. So we got together uh, with Jake. Yeah, played for like three hours. How did you like that day, Jake? That was a lot of fun. You know, I liked it. Was a blast, and a few. The time flew by so fast. I was exhausted at the end, and I was sweating like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> by the time we were done, Brent had taken the band to a new level. I would agree. And I also got out fishing a number of times in April, as that can be a, one of my favorite months for fishing if the weather's not too cold. I only got out golfing once all year this year. Is that right? And that was late April, and my daughter was in town. She had a new set of clubs she wanted to try, so we had to go, and it was 50-mile-an-hour winds oh, man. that day that we went. And looking back on my records, it looks like we did our first test podcast in April. Does that sound right? I think so, yeah. I think we were doing the um, it, preliminary stuff at that point. And that was, uh, we had to do some podcasts for our class, and that was a challenge. I remember struggling with the software mightily. Yeah, if you think these are not very professional, you should have heard the ones we started (laughs) with. (laughs) Uh, Well, in April, Pam and I did our quote-unquote retirement trip, which uh, took us to France. We did a riverboat cruise in France, uh, Paris, and went to Normandy. That was a lot of fun, and 
Geezer Life travel episodes coming up in a few weeks, so stay tuned. There's a lot of stuff about that trip in that uh, in that episode. That's a good episode. I think folks will like that. I hope so. You know, we also caught COVID in France, <laughs> and so Perfect. that extended our stay, which wasn't all bad because we got to stay in a little quaint hotel. We couldn't go in public transportation, but we're close enough just to walk everywhere. And in France, they've got all these outdoor venues for um, wine and eating cafes, and so we didn't even need to go inside at all. And we spent another week there and really enjoyed the, another part of France that we would have never got. Um, and then while I was out from our podcast class, I missed two weeks, not just one. So uh, Dave backed me up in the class. So thanks a lot, buddy. You're welcome. So in May of last year, I took a trip to Nashville. And I think that was my 13th trip to Nashville. And you can learn a lot more about Nashville and our favorite area, East Nash, in that uh, Geezer's Travel episode we Jake just mentioned. Again, that'll be out sometime in the January, February time frame. Make sure to check that one out because Nashville is not all about the country music scene. Certainly, if you like that, it's there. But we saw great blues, funk, and soul music while we were there. You just have to know where to go. We had some great Mexican food, oyster and rosé happy hour. For those of you that love oysters, we were getting beautiful oysters for a buck a piece. And he even went to a place called the Donut Distillery, <laughs> which is where you get... Uh, they give you six little of these mini donuts and then six drinks to go to with go, them. To go paired with the donuts. Yeah, so oh. Sally had uh, mimosas, six, six different mimosas, and I had six different coffee and booze drinks. <laughs> so you're in a good mood by the time you leave. Yeah, there. I would imagine. In May, we also did a day trip to Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. So that's a tiny but fun little town. There's a racetrack there that is world-renowned. So check that little town out if you get a chance. It's a fun little day or two-day trip. Towards the end of May, I caught a big 45-inch muskie on opening day of muskie season. It was on my third cast, and then I never caught another muskie all year long. But that's muskie fishing for you. I also got a super giant flathead catfish in May. That was my biggest flathead in quite a few years. And then we recorded more podcasts, including some live recordings of some of our original songs. That was a challenge, trying to figure out how to record our guitars and banjo and stuff in the studio here. Check out our Willie Nelson episode for some of that. Uh, that you can find in the list of episodes here. And our original song, Don't Sue Us, Willie. Right. And we graduated from podcasting class in May, and we both got A's. We sure did. Uh, May for me was getting ready for outside stuff. Uh, we had a dock put in. We got a jet ski, so we had some fun doing that. Oh, and what would spring be without a rummage sale? Best rummage sale is when it's at somebody else's house, so you don't have the mess around your house to clean it up. So Pam's sister Sue volunteered to have her house, so thanks, Sue. We had all our junk over there. <laughs> also started to learn RVing. That has been a lesson and then some. We took our maiden voyage with Willie, now, we named our RV Willie after Willie Nelson and after his famous song, On the Road Again. Um, camped for a few nights and, to figure things out. We even took our little dog Iris with, and surprisingly, she didn't run away. <laughs> In June, I think we posted our first actual podcast. Does that sound right? I think so. And that was on Spotify and, and Apple Music. So that was kind of special for us. Uh, of all the people who were in our podcasting class, we're the only ones who actually kept with it and went live. I don't know what the hell all those other people did, but they took a class. So we, and by that I mean the geezers, also played a thing in June, which I loved. It was called Street Music Fest, and that was in Appleton, Wisconsin. 
It was a fundraiser for Feeding America. And that was a blast where you pick out a, an area. We happened to do it in front of a cool Mexican restaurant and uh, play live right on the street right. for tips. So and we it did, was like 90 degrees that oh, day, so we were sweating. Boiling <laughs> out. And uh, we had to play pretty intensely because buses are going by, yeah. horns are honking. There was a jackhammer guy down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no uh, playing at Mellow. We were rocking pretty hard out in the 90-some degree weather, a couple old guys. And then later in the month, we started practicing with a bassist named Michelle. So we had to learn a whole new set of songs, and that was fun and very challenging. It was cool playing with a bass mm-hmm. in the band. And uh, towards the end of June, my lifelong buddy Jay stopped over with a friend from high school that I hadn't seen since graduation day. And that was a fun day for me. We, Him and I, this guy who stopped over, Scott DeGroat, we used to spend so much time together, and it had been 45 years since I had even heard from him as he had moved out of state. And when you move out of state in the 70s, you know, there was no cell phone, no Facebook, right. no nothing. It's like you dropped off the face. write a letter. I had no idea if the guy was even still alive. But that day with my old buddy Scott was one of my best days of the year. And then uh, I also that month, I threw a big Mexi feast party at my place. Had a bunch of couples over. We I made creamsicle margaritas. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are good. I made a special sangria quesadillas, ceviche, enchiladas, Mexican music. We even were dancing in the basement. And then they all bought me a gift certificate to a super high-end Mexican restaurant where I had grilled octopus, which I love. Have you ever tried that, Jake? I don't think I've ever had octopus. I've had some of the other seafood stuff, but never octopus. Would you be open to trying it? Sure, oh, yeah. I think you'd like it. It's nothing like you would imagine. Yeah, well, June for me was uh, kind of a music month. You know, we had the Geezer Band playing on Street Fest, which was a, a blast. That was a lot of fun. And uh, I went to three or four uh, music events in town and then a four-day music festival in Blue, uh, called Blue Ox, and that's in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. My son and his fiance and about 15 of their friends, they're in their late 30s, early 40s. Uh, so we were the old folks, but they were the young you know, rebels basically going at it. And we had a lot of fun, a lot of fun in the sun. And I think it's going to be an annual festival that Pam and I go every summer. So would you recommend that for people? I would. If you like bluegrass kind of music and you don't mind a little bit of dirt and a little bit of beer. Because <laughs> it's have. not really well publicized, is Not it? really. It's all camping. So, you know, my Sunday camps in tents. We had Willie, so we were in the RV, so it was a little more sophisticated. But some people go and then they hotel it, but it, they'd have to drive to the hotel, you know, at the end of the day and then come back the next morning. Now, how many but people do you think? I'm thinking probably that three or 4,000 people are okay. there. So not a giant thing. No, not not super huge, but uh, it's a lot of color there, a lot of tie-dye, a lot of <laughs> characters, I'm telling you. A lot of good people watching, that's for sure. In July, July 1st was our 33rd wedding anniversary for my wife and I. We spent that in Door County drinking wine and eating delicious food. That was a very nice trip. And then I did something else I had a chance to do. I went to a thing called Polka Days, which is a national polka festival in Pulaski, Wisconsin. It's been going on for decades, and I always kind of wondered what it was about. And I finally had a chance to check it out with some neighbors who um, are actually very good polka dancers. So I went with them, and I couldn't believe how great some of the polka musicians were. Those guys were rocking. It was unbelievable. They had multiple stages all going on at once. And then they had one which was called like a polka rock, like modern polka, where they would do 
polka versions yeah. of rock songs. It was crazy. Well, that sounds like fun. And uh, it was a blast watching these people dance. I mean, they could really dance. So after a few brewskis, I decided that, fuck, I could dance that good. <laughs> so out on the dance floor, I went with my wife. Oh, my God. We got small. Oh, I there. imagine. So polka dancing is kind of like two-step dancing in Texas where it goes, you go around the dance floor. Right. In kind of a big, call it a circle or a rectangle or whatever. Well, it's moving at a certain speed. And that speed doesn't look that fast from off the dance floor. And you get out there. And if you're not going fast enough, which we weren't after like three seconds, we're pushed inside to like the, the slow oh. lane. Now, on a highway, the slow lane is the left, but out here, the slow lane is in, in the middle, inside. So we got pushed into there, and that still wasn't fast enough, so we got pushed in again until finally we were our own little lane in the middle, in just the middle, her, her and I circles. kind of going back and forth. <laughs> so we were knuckleheads out there, I'll tell you. <laughs> but I'm glad I could say I tried that anyway. In July, I, I did go to one really good concert by a guy named Mike Campbell, and that's Tom Petty's guitarist for all those decades. And he is has his own band now. And uh, they were great. It was at a place called Waterfest in Oshkosh. And I also got a chance to finally fish a lake called Big Green Lake, the deepest lake in Wisconsin. And we got 15 fish, nine different species of fish on our first trip there. So that, that was... Uh, Something on my bucket list. Wow, that sounds great. Well, more outside stuff for me in July. Every year, uh, my three sons, my son-in-law, and now my grandson, we go to what we call boys camp. We get, we find a campsite, uh, you know, somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin, spend two nights camping, and it's always a lot of fun. And our motto is, what happens at boys camp stays at boys camp. <laughs> However, we did have one exception to that with a story about my son-in-law. This was the first year that he brought his son, my grandson, who was about just turned four years old. So he was almost like between three and four years old. And he had a potty chair. And so he had to, he was, he was potty trained, but instead of going to the outhouse or the big campsite, he brought his little potty chair that he has in his bathroom. And so they had that set up in their tent. Well, it was at night, and the little boy went to the bathroom in his potty tent, and my son-in-law didn't bother to empty it. <laughs> well, then in the middle of the night, 2 o'clock in the morning, my grandson starts to get a little fidgety, so my son-in-law stands up. Doesn't he kick over the potty chair <laughs> in the tent, spills everything all over the place, <laughs> and little guy's screaming, my brother-in-law's cussing. <laughs> it was quite a night, so... <laughs> So that was one story. We just can't keep quiet. That's too funny to, to leave at boys camp. But uh, And then my son, Quinn, he turned 21 in July. So that was a fun day, too, celebrating that. Well, August rolled around, and we the geezers played an outdoor show at your place, Jake. That's right. Right, right yeah. on the shore overlooking the Bay of Green Bay. So a very scenic setting. That was pretty cool. My friend Brent that I mentioned earlier was on lead guitar for that. And so we rocked pretty hard. We no did. more acoustic geezers, man. We right. were rocking. We had a whole new set again, did lots of old-school rockabilly versions right. of that was older fun. songs. So that was another day I was covered in sweat. <laughs> uh, we also played a garage concert with Michelle on bass at her place in, right. in August. And that was a whole different set of songs. So at one point, you and I were rehearsing two completely different sets. I think up to 40 songs, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, with, uh, one with Brent and a whole different set with Michelle. And uh, that was actually quite fun, doing the garage concert. 
Uh, I started vocal lessons that month, and that was helpful for being able to sing with a little more ease and for longer periods of time. But much like the guitar lessons, that gets to be an expensive proposition if you keep doing it month after month. We also went to the annual Mile of Music Festival in Appleton, which is always fun. So for folks who aren't familiar with that, very interesting thing in Appleton, Wisconsin. It's a four-day festival, Thursday through Sunday. And they have like 800, I'm not kidding, you heard that right, 800 shows in four days. Each show is 45 minutes long, and there's indoor places, outdoor stages, inside church chapels, uh, alleyways between bars, uh, coffee shops, anything you can imagine, and every kind of music, although it has to be original music. Mm -hmm. So no playing cover versions at that. And uh, so that's a fun thing to do if you ever get a chance to uh, do that. And finally, I got a chance to play a song with my great nephew on guitar on the anniversary of my brother's death. So I wrote a song about that called Hey Bro, and we just spontaneously, I had my guitar, he had his, and I said, hey, let's play this song. He's a very good musician, so he was able to, we went out in the driveway, ran through it once, picked it up, came in the house, and uh, that was a very, very meaningful moment. Oh, that's nice, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. That was a lot of fun at that at the gig that we did at our house there. But the next day, I was out in the yard, and our neighbor was out in the yard, neighbor to the north of us, and he was a little curious on what was going on because he saw the tent, he heard the music, he didn't, you know, he didn't come over at all. But uh, I did talk to him the next day, and he was interested. I think he kind of wanted to come over and join us, but so maybe next time. Is he, he a musician or just no, wanted to party? He's just an old fart. Well, we should do this every year. <laughs> yeah, we could. And then a neighbor to the south it happens to be a sheriff, so I wasn't sure if he was going to get us in trouble for breaking some ordinance or not, but but he was cool with it too. Well, I think not just ordinances were being broken. Well, I think there was a lot of things being broken. <laughs> <laughs> At least the ambulance didn't have to come and get anybody away. So, uh, And then another thing we did in August was uh, Pam and I went to Colorado. It was a bucket list to go see a concert at Red Rock Amphitheater, and we saw Nathaniel Ratliff there, and that was a lot of fun. We actually stayed with a friend of mine that I've known for 50 years. I grew up with her. Her husband recently passed away, so she was there by herself, and so Pam and I stayed with her, and she took us around to see all the sites in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, that was a lot of fun, too. So so would you recommend, I've not been to Red Rock. I, I know I've seen many pictures of it. Would you recommend that for geezers, or is there a lot of walking upstairs? Or It's not too bad. No? It's a lot of ramps. You know, the parking lot's just right outside the theater. It's a dirt parking lot. It doesn't cost anything to park there. And in fact, if you have an RV, you can spend the night after the concert, which we're thinking about maybe oh, forever nice. out there in the summertime with, with Willie that we would just spend the night there. But no, it's a beautiful venue. And it's it's easy to get up and down because the steps are really wide. I mean, there's it's not like a lot of heavy steps. It's wide. You can get around people easy enough. But yeah, it's uh, to me, it was definitely worth it. And and how big is that? How many people... Oh, probably about 2,000, I'm thinking. That's all? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know, but hmm. it didn't seem like it was that big, at least sitting there. I think all the major bands play there. I think they just want to say they played there. I think so, too, yeah. So in September, we took a day trip with Jake and Pam to a little town called O'Connell, Wisconsin for yeah. some drinks and food. So this is just a little up north town not a lot going on there but we met some cool local characters went to some bars at one bar the bar owner showed us a penis bone <laughs> from a black bear i think our wives kind of like that part the best 
you know, I felt I measured up pretty well to that beer, but hopefully it wasn't a baby beer. <laughs> I don't know. I also went to a food festival in September called Taste of Madison in Madison, Wisconsin, with my daughters and son-in-laws, and that's always fun. So if you get a chance to go down there for that in September, Madison's a great food city, and so then they have Taste of Madison outdoor festival, and every restaurant has a sort of like a tent set up where they serve their food. And it's a great way to taste many, many foods in one day. You could share things and stuff. And then we did some more jamming with Brent uh, after our concert on a weekly basis in September as well, including some marathon, like, four-hour sessions, which pretty long when you're old like us. Yeah, my fingers are starting to get hurt just thinking about those sessions. Uh, the trip to Alcana was fun, but, Dave, I'm sorry. I think that was a baby black bear's oh, penis bone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, we took our longest RV trip in September. We ended up going to Missouri down by the Ozarks. It was beautiful, but it was pretty empty there because it was after school that started up. And uh, there was this van that kept driving around with no windows, either on the side or on the back. So we got a little nervous when this creeper van kept going around and around the campground. Uh, on the way home, we stayed two nights in Galena, uh, which inspired one of our recent Geezer Life episodes. Yeah, so check out our episode called uh, Great Geezer Getaway in Galena. Right. Because Sally and I went there as well and really liked it. Perfect place uh, for geezers to visit. Now, October was a rough month for me. Uh, my birthday is on the 3rd, and I woke up on my birthday with a killer toothache and headache. Never had anything like that before. And I ended up with three root canals and three crowns and a $6,000 dental bill. Oh. Folks, dental insurance doesn't cover like health insurance does. Uh, health insurance is for ca catastrophic stuff like this. Dental insurance is just the opposite. It's just for your cleanings and your standard stuff. Right. It doesn't cover catastrophes. And I was in bad pain for most of October waiting for all that to be done. You don't just walk in and have that done uh, the next day. And they don't do it all in one day. I had to keep going back. And so it was just some old feelings all went to hell at the same time. So I couldn't sing or even really play for a while. So that uh, went a long ways towards kind of wrecking our practice schedule. A little bit of a break, right? Uh, we did start a digital marketing class at the local tech school, though. And uh, we also reached 1,000 listeners in October and celebrated with champagne, pizza, and a trip to a 70s-themed dive bar, which was fun. Yeah. And then I went and also on a trip to Galena, Illinois. So check out our Galena, Illinois episode. Right. Uh, for me in October, we had a couple more camping trips with Willie, uh, a few more concerts, some golf, and just hang hanging on to summer as long as we can. But we still enjoy the fall colors. A digital marketing class, as you said, started. Uh, Geezer Life episode is coming up in February about going back to school. And so check that one out when it's released. So November, we spent a lot of time doing homework for our yeah. marketing class. I mean, that was, we bit off a little bit more than we could chew there. It was all algorithms and math and stuff. Well, we're trying to learn ways to promote our podcast, so that's how we took that class. So please share some of these episodes with your friends so we can keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, I did have a little party with my high school buddies in November where we listened to some old jams, drank some beer, sampled some new products from the dispensary. That was all pretty fun. And I also redid my car and homeowner's insurance and saved about 1200 bucks. So you can learn more about that and hear a naughty story as well 
in our insurance episode. Right. So yeah. don't skip the insurance episode. <laughs> There's a story in there that I might be one of the most classic ever heard on Geezer Life. Uh, and ditto to the homework on that digital marketing. That was tough stuff. I'm glad that's I'm glad that's behind us now. Uh, Pam and I went up to Door County to the Wickman House for dinner in November. Um, it's a hundred year old plus house. Uh, converted into a cool restaurant, so uh, check it out sometime if you're ever up there. It won't disappoint you. And November around our house is always about his birthday month. Pam and Cade's birthday, uh, my youngest son, is on the same day, and I'm the next day. So constant celebration, it seems like, in November. So at the end of the year here, we finally finished up our digital marketing class. I'm still waiting for our final grade. I had an A going there, but I don't know about that last big project we had to turn <laughs> in. A little questionable. I have to see how that turned out. So uh, after that, we did have a big wine tasting and charcuterie party at my house. And uh, so we're finishing out the year strong on the party front. I got one in almost every uh, month this year. And I also got my Christmas shopping done a week early, so I'm grateful for that. Well, good for you. That's great to hear, Dave. You know, we hosted a Christmas party, too, uh, with our neighbors that we, uh, in our old neighborhood, with the friends that we'd made over the last 20 years. Had a lot of good time, and actually a lot of, several of those are regular listeners. So if you're from the uh, old neighborhood and you're listening to that, we had a great time with you. Well, I'm about exhausted after reviewing 2022. I didn't realize how much went on. It was certainly a go-go year, but you gotta do it while you still can, right? Well, as you see, we did a pretty good job partying throughout the year. And we just wanted to review this year as uh, the Geezer Band and our Geezer Life podcast. And we also want to take just a minute to thank all of you, our loyal listeners, for listening every week. It's actually a fair amount of work to put this together and edit it every week, especially for a couple of old guys. But we do enjoy it, and it gives us something to do. So hopefully you get a kick out of it as well. Hope you have a good New Year's, and we'll see you in 2023. Geezer Life is written, directed, produced, and edited by Dave and Jake. We do it all ourselves, except when we have to reach out to younger people to help us remember what buttons to push. If you enjoy our podcast, please like and subscribe, and even leave us a review. Let us know what topics you would like to see us address here on Geezer Life. We could really use the support so we don't have to live out our final years camping under a bridge, which is a really hard place to do a podcast from. Yeah, help us get better, because we're working hard at it when we could be napping instead. We now have several ways to contact us. Email at thegeezerlife at gmail.com, Facebook at The Geezer Life, and Instagram, The Geezer Life Podcast. Until then, see you next time, unless we keel over in the meantime. So eliminate the word.